Hey game changers, are you ready to implement some metrics within your business? If so, this is the place to be. That's what we're going to talk about during this episode. First, let me welcome you back to another episode of the Operations Toolbox, a podcast specifically for solopreneurs to help you implement more systems, strategy, and structure so that you can accelerate the growth of your small business. And today we are going to be talking about metrics. If you have not started using metrics in your business, you want to definitely listen up. And by the end of this episode, I am going to share everything that you need to know in order to get started. If you are already using metrics in your business, you know that they are a game changer, right? They are going to help you accelerate the speed at which you are able to accomplish your goals and reduce the amount of time that it takes in order to achieve certain things within your business. Now, I know you want to do that because that's one of the things that we want. We want some time freedom, right? Especially as a solopreneur. So let's dig in. But first, I want to start with what a metric is so that we're all operating from the same definition. So a metric is a quantifiable measure that is used to track progress and assess the performance of a business function. What exactly does that mean? Because that just sounds like a bunch of talk. So what it really means is, is that it is something that you could use to check to track where you are in relation to your goal and also the performance of your overall business. An example would be if you are a subscription-based model, maybe you are a SaaS, a service as a software as a service provider, or maybe you use a you have a membership. One of the things that you probably want to track is MRR, which is your monthly recurring revenue. If you're a service-based business like I am, you may want to track the percentage of returning customers. And what you track really makes a difference because you want to identify things that are truly important to you and your business and your industry and things that you can impact. So for me, tracking the percentage of returning customers does a lot of things, right? Number one, If I can increase the number of people that come back and work with me, I am decreasing costs because it costs more to go out and get a new client than it does to continue to work with someone that you've already worked with. Not only that, because they have already worked with you and you've done a great job, they are less sensitive to price. So you don't have to struggle with them about why something is worth something. They automatically know without you telling them. You don't have to do a lot of marketing and telling them what you do and how you do it. They already know. So there's a lot of benefit when it comes to returning customers. Another thing that you may want to track is the sale of a specific service. You want to know how a service is performing, right? If I have, say for instance, if I have four different services, I want to know how they're performing. I want to know where they're performing best what platform people are are coming from. All of these things are some of the things that you may want to track. And if you are product-based, you can track the number of units. So again, you want to know which ones are performing the best and, and things like that. So that is an example of some of the things that you can track. But I want to get into a little bit more detail of different types of things that you could track. 
I find that when I'm working with entrepreneurs and we're just getting started, it's kind of like, well, what do I need to track? And if you listen to social media and on the internet, there are literally hundreds of things that you can track. Do you need to track all of them? No. I don't want you to go from zero to 100, right? I want you to start with something that makes sense to you and to your business and things that are going to help you to move the needle forward in specific areas. So one of the most important things that you could do is to decide what it is that you want to track. And in the beginning, I recommend you starting with three to five things. That's it three to five things. And once you get accustomed to tracking, how to use it, how to use it to make decisions, how to use it to impact your business, increase your customer experience. Once you get into that, then you can start expanding the number of things that you track. In the beginning, three to five, let's keep it simple. So there's three different types of metrics or categories of metrics that you could use to track that I'm going to talk about today. The first one is business standards. These are things that are specific to you and your business, and you are tracking them for specific reasons, reasons that are specific to you. This could be to separate yourself in the market. It could be to improve customer experience, but these are yours. An example of this would be, I don't know if you remember back in the day, so I might be dating myself. Back in the day, Domin had this 30 minutes or less. They would deliver pizza 30 minutes or less, or it would be free. So if they didn't make that turnaround time, you actually got a free pizza. That was something that is a business standard because it was specific to them. They used it to separate themselves within the market. And then it was something that improved their the experience of their customers. So it was, you know, it kind of had a couple of different reasons for doing it, but that was something that they tracked on a regular basis. They wanted to know, we put this, this guarantee out there. How often are we meeting it? Do we find that a lot of times are we not meeting it and we're having to give people free pizza or are we doing really well with it? Another one is, since we're talking about pizza, <laughs> another one is Papa John's. They actually have a guarantee. It's a quality guarantee. They say that they're going to use fresh products and your pizza is prepared to order. And if you don't absolutely love it, you let them know why and they will refund it, right? That's definitely something that you would want to check. So if you have a business standard within your business, you want to make sure you are tracking it. You want to make sure that you are adhering to that standard. Most of the time, we all have things that happen. So it may not be 100% of the time, but most of the time you should be adhering to that. Examples of some things that you can do if you are a website designer, maybe you say, from the time I receive all of the information from the client to the time that I turn over the website, it's going to be seven days or seven business days. Then that is almost like a guarantee, right? You give me everything that I need, seven days from then, you're going to have a completed website in hand. And that would make your client happy and it may separate you from others within the market. Or maybe you are really big on customer service and you want to respond quickly. So you may have a, we respond to all inquiries within, 
you know, three hours, whatever that looks like. Just make sure it is something that you could definitely adhere to it more times than not, right? Because if you put something in place and now you can't adhere to it, it makes you look bad. So that's one category of metrics that you could use. Another one is industry standards. Now, regardless of what industry you're in, there's going to be some standards. There's going to be some stats that you can check and you can, all you have to do is Google. What you want to do is you should know your industry inside and out. If you are in the beauty industry, what are some of the industry standards? Like for instance, when it comes to email marketing, I love email marketing for a lot of reasons, but one of the things is if you go out on Google, on the website, on the internet, you'll see that they separate the stats by industry. Say you're in the fitness industry. They may have a stat that shows what the percentage, what the open percentage rate is, what the click rate is, what the conversion rate is for your specific industry. If you're in consulting, they have, you know, something different. If you're in beauty, they'll have something different. But this way, you know what the industry standard is. Another one you will find easily is the average revenue by industry. I really like this because it helps us to benchmark where we are within our industry. For instance, if I am a coach and I go out and I see that the average yearly revenue for a coach is $60,000, when I'm setting my goals, I'm probably going to have a minimum of 60000 right? And then grow from there because we're not average, so I don't want to stay there. But it gives me some idea about how much coaches are making and where it is that I want to go. So, you know, you don't have to be blind. You definitely want to make sure that you are looking at your industry standards. So email marketing was a good example that I gave you. Average revenue per year, conversion rates are really great. Just go out there, see what types of things your industry is measuring, what is applicable specifically to you, and benchmark see how it is that you're doing and then we're going to decide which one of these we want to actually start tracking in our business the last one is your goals now this is a big one most of us have goals hopefully we have goals and most of us have growth goals because we're in the growth phase so if you have you know you want to make x amount of dollars or you want to service x amount of clients per year you are going to make sure that you are measuring that. So that's a metric that you want to have in place. Something that correlates with your goal and that at any point in time, you can see where you are in relation to your goal. Again, those are three different categories of metrics. The first one was business standards. And this is something that's specific to you and your business. It is a way for you to improve your customer experience, separate yourself within the market. The second one is industry standards. So these are different benchmarks or different metrics that are within your specific industry. This is a great opportunity to find out what it is that other people in your industry are measuring and how you measure up at the, the current time. The last category is goals. And this is where you are identifying your goals and then setting metrics that are in alignment with that. Once you pick your metrics, and what I recommend you do is pick one from each category, one from each category to start with. 
if you want to do more right you can pick you know one to two from each category but try to stay in three to five metrics to get started once you decide what it is that you want to measure right now you're going to determine what your goal is for that metric say for instance in email marketing in my industry the open rate is 20 percent i may set a goal to have an open rate of 25 percent that is my goal so i'm going to be measuring my email marketing open rate and then i'm going to see where it is i am in relation to that goal so that's the next thing you want to do you want to decide what metrics you want to measure from each of the categories you want to determine what your goal is the third thing you want to do is determine where the data will come from this is extremely important and this is something that we forget to do where is the source of this data if i am going to be tracking my revenue where is it going to come from am i going to go to my bank account am i going to use my stripe account where am i going to track this revenue if i'm using email marketing as an example that i gave earlier i'm going to go to my email marketing software mailchimp MailerLite, constant contact convertkit whatever it is that i'm using i'm going to go there to see what my open rate is The next thing you want to do is you want to determine how often you are going to measure right now i know what i'm going to measure i know what my goal is i know where i'm going to get it from how often am i going to measure if i'm going back to my email marketing example i may measure every week if you are sending out emails a couple of times a week or even once a week you want to measure at least weekly if you're only sending out emails once a month, then you probably are going to measure once a month, right? But it has, so it has to make sense. It has to be something. If I'm doing revenue, I'm going to be measuring on a weekly basis. I always recommend that you measure weekly at minimum. The reason for this is because a lot of times we have monthly and quarterly goals but we take our yearly goal we break it down quarterly and we break it down monthly well if i have a monthly goal then i can see week by week where i am in relation to that goal and it gives me an opportunity to change the trajectory of the outcome right so if i only wait till the end of the month then it's already happened there's nothing that i can do to make changes it's, it's done right if I'm, I'm doing a monthly goal but if i'm doing it weekly so if i have a monthly goal or a quarterly goal and i'm measuring it on a weekly basis now i have an opportunity to prompt change so there's things that i can adjust to increase the chances of me obtaining my goal anytime you can opt to measure weekly and this is why i recommend starting with three to five so that it's not that overwhelming and you can get accustomed to every single week so for me i have on my calendar in my project management software on a weekly basis i am going to track my metrics i do it once a week and i do it on monday 
right? So depending on when your week ends, if you if you have your weekend on a Sunday or Saturday, whatever, you can decide when it is that you want to track. I track mine every single Monday. It's a habit, right? It's something that appears on my calendar every single week. When I do it, I check it off in my project management software. So that is it, my friends, to get started with measuring what matters in your business that is what you want to do, right? So select what category you want to use. And I recommend using at least one to two metrics from each of the categories that we talked about. And then decide what your goal is going to be, where the data is going to come from, how often you are going to measure. And then as an added bonus, what I would do is I would start jotting down things that I can do to impact this metric or the outcome of the metric and that we're going to talk about in another episode but here's enough for you to get started and that is the goal get started don't put it off anymore one to three that's all you have to do start tracking it you are going to see a huge difference because it's something about being able to see the data understanding what it is and then using it to make decisions I'm telling you, this is a game changer. Go ahead and get started. Let me know how it goes. And don't forget to give us a five-star review if you like this episode and leave any comments below. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.